0: Thanks for listening to the AT Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. You put down a deposit, and you can get up to $1,000 in free plays if you're a new customer. All right. Now, if there's a happier man on the face of the earth right now than Mr. Al Terry, I would love to see him. Al, um, hopping back in with us to talk about Daylon Terry's, first of all, his journey to the NBA, what's going on in the summer league. And by the way, that's one of the flyest draft night pictures you'll ever see with you and your pop or with you and Daylon.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes.
0: So all right, so Phyllis said, what's what's it like when you and we were talking a little bit off camera, but it's one thing when he gets drafted, it's another thing when you're out there and you see him on the court with other NBA players.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy, man. It, it reminded me of the the first time I walked into McHale and I felt like I was like an atom bomb. Hairs are standing up on, on my arms and everything. Just watching him out there compete, it, it is absolutely incredible, man. Could not be happier. You're right about that.
0: And he made a pretty good impression to begin with because he got the most competitive player award in the first day. They don't just hand those things out to anyone.
1: Yeah, no, no. It kind of reminded me again of the gold, the gold jersey that U of A handed out um, for him to get that, you know, at the very, very first practice. And then just to continue that work ethic after the fact to the point where he's in the, he was in the gym so much, you know, even on the holiday that they're like, no, you have to go. You have to get out of the facility. So, right. uh, you know, that, those are all great things, great signs of things to come because he's putting in the work. So, yeah, okay. you're right. I couldn't be more happy.
0: What, what was his what was the, the initial because there's always like there's obviously he's at a much higher level of basketball right now than, you know, he was before. And obviously he was at a high level before. But what was kind of the first, you know, the first I don't want to say shock, but like realizing that, man, this is a little bit different than the college game.
1: Well, I've never seen him have six-and-a-half turnovers in a game right. before. Right. Um, and to average that, the first two summer league games, I think that had a, a lot to do with uh, the fact that the, he was a focal point and they want him to experiment and kind of figure out, you know, what he can and can't do. Um, but, you know, obviously a lot stronger guys. A lot of guys are longer. A lot of guys are quicker than at the college level because he's moved up a level. So just being able to kind of feel his way through that um, – you know as part of the process it was interesting to watch him see it was great to see that third game where they were able to kind of get it in gear and you know him have a great first half and you know watch his teammates perform that second half and bring on the whip the win
0: what are the bulls what when they talk to him what are they looking for him how would they is there a player that you know they they see and they're like we we think you can do some of these type things or is there just a role that they want what have they kind of talk to you and Dalen just about his role
1: Well, uh, they haven't talked to me much about his role. Obviously, they see him as a fierce competitor. Uh, They expect him to be a playmaker because uh, that's what they've seen on film. They expect him to compete and bring the intensity, that same leadership that he brought and energy that he brought to Arizona, I'm sure is what they're expecting. That's what they saw on the tape, uh, and that's what they're going to get from him on on a day-to-day basis. But I think here in the Summer League with so many guys, you know, fighting for their opportunity to be a part of the league, I think he is one where they're allowing him to kind of be free and, and figure out who he is and what he can do at this level and, you know, understanding those reads. Because sometimes those gaps might look like they're there for that pass like he used to rip to bin, but those gaps are closing a little quicker right? You, know, you were before. So I think he's going to get the hang of it. I have no doubt in my mind he's going to watch the film, continue to do the work, and, you know, be a productive player on the next level.
0: Did you guys have, and I didn't ask you guys this last time, but when you were, when when Dalen signed with Arizona, did you have like a plan where, you know what, we wanted to maximize two years and then hopefully be in the league? What, or, you know, a three-year plan where you were maybe ahead of it? What was kind of, did you guys have anything like that?
1: I think Dalen's goal was always to get, I mean, there's no doubt his goal was always to get to the NBA. We did not know the time frame in which it was going to take in order for him to achieve that. You know, obviously we hoped that he was going to have a more productive freshman year, but he was coming into that season, coming off a meniscus injury um, that he had literally just, you know, re- re- rehabbed from as he was right. coming to the summer season. So it wasn't a shock that he, you know, he didn't perform at his best um, because he was still kind of, he was still 17 He was right. still into his body and coming off an injury. Um, but, you know, going into the second year, we had high hopes, but I can't say that I was for sure that it was going to be this year that he came out. But after watching how he performed in, in the tournament, I, I knew he had a chance to go this year.
0: And then when you went through the pre-draft workouts and everything, what was the, because uh, a couple of people asked about just kind of, you know, the feedback, which was obviously very positive, but what was, uh, what was the feedback that he got just when you guys were trying to navigate the whole process?
1: Um, I mean, some of the initial feedback from even the very first workout was, wow, you've been playing out of position your entire college career. Uh, you really are a point guard um but overall you know it was consistent everybody loved his energy they loved the way he competed in the workouts they loved him in the interviews they loved his confidence um and when you continue to get that feedback consistently across the board from you know 20-30 GMs it kind of gives you a, a good sense of where you stand and and I think that's why he was confident enough to to stay in
0: has he made his first big purchase yet
1: uh no I don't know he hasn't made his first big purchase yet I think all that stuff will happen once he gets back to Chicago after summer league
0: So what's let me ask you this from your from your perspective because you're in the position that 00000001 percent of parents get to get in. What's your What's your schedule going to be like when you uh, are you going to be go Are you going to be going to a bunch of Bulls games? Or are you going to be staying in Phoenix? Because I know you got kids there that you're working with. What's your What's Al Terry's life going to be like?
1: Man, you know my life is going to be very similar. I think to where it was at U of A, except it's going to be at the NBA level. Uh, you know, I work for a company. We do remote software um so it just so happened the day of the draft my territory got changed to illinois uh iowa and wisconsin so i'll spend a lot of time you know in my territory doing my job and it just so happens to be that the kid is playing there so um you know i think i'll get a chance to come to quite a few games probably not as many as i did down in tucson considering it was only an hour and a half away um but by all means i i would not any game that i can get to i'm gonna be at whether it's in oklahoma city dallas what have you i can be there i will
0: was it kind of surreal seeing dalen out there and then also seeing ben and christian who they've been with for a couple years all competing on the same courts within the same couple hour time frame?
1: dude it was absolutely crazy because we went uh the first day ben played before dalen um the Pacers had played right before Chicago, and then on Dalen's birthday, him and Christian went head to head. And right. so he has to reconnect with uh, the Coloco family afterwards—his sisters, dad, and you know his brother—and you know just have a have a good conversation, share some share some beverages with them, and you know it was just it was like it was like it was great to see friendly faces, people that we knew and you know had spent quite a bit of time with.
0: You know, I always tell this to people, too. What Dalen has done really shows you the blueprint for what NBA teams are looking for. Because I think so many people say, well, you know, he, he's got to average 28 points per game. No, Dalen did things the right way. He came in, and, you know, he was—NBA scouts will find you. And they were able to find him. You factor in the character. You factor in that he's obviously been well-schooled for a long time in basketball. And sure, you know— Everybody would like to have the 25 points per game, but you look at it, NBA scouts can see through that to the very man that they were able to draft right there.
1: Absolutely. And I think what people don't realize, coming in as a rookie, there are a lot of vets that have been there already, and those are the guys that they're more than likely going to lean on to be the go-to scorers in the clutch. It's rare that an NBA franchise is going to put that kind of pressure on a rookie coming in, and so you have to figure out what your niche is, what is going to be your call card, what's going to allow you to play on the floor. And I think for Dalen, it was his length and versatility defensively uh, first that was going to give him an opportunity, but his ability to to make plays in transition and be a distributor and not have to score the ball um, also made him extremely attractive to teams.
0: And think about it, I think back to his quote all the time about how he'd rather really cut his teeth, you know, going against the best of the best than dominating at the college level. He's going to get that opportunity because you got DeMar DeRozan, you got Zach Levine right in front of you. I mean, that's that's the kind of competition that you're not going to be able to get at the college level.
1: No, absolutely not. I mean, it goes along with the same vein of why he left Corona and went to Hillcrest. You've got, you know, cream is going to rise to the top. Iron is going to sharpen iron. And if you're not playing against guys that are better than you or, you know, you're the, you're the cream of the crop, then how are you getting any better? You know, so uh, I agree 100%. All right, so you're working with.
0: I wanted to talk to you before we signed off here a little bit about just kind of the Phoenix level talent because you got you're working now. You got you got some plans coming up here. What's next for Al Terry as far as coaching and basketball?
1: Oh uh, man, I'm gonna keep working with our AAU program. Uh, we just changed our name from Valley Elite to. Team DT, and so we've got a couple really competitive youth teams uh, that are ranked currently uh, at the third grade level. Um, But even in the seventh and eighth grade, going into eighth grade, we're headed out to California next weekend for a big tournament Um, just to kind of cut our TC where we're at. You know, we've been working in the lab for the last year, uh, getting better, and um, we've done really well here locally and looking forward to trying our hand out uh, California and continue to expand our program. Uh, we've got a lot of, a lot of plans. A lot of teams interested in, in joining now.
0: And people got to stop sleeping on Phoenix basketball because it's about as good as there is. I mean, you just look at—I mean, Al, you just look—and again, I don't really count the kids that are coming from all over the country. I'm just talking the native Phoenicians. You got Daylon. You got Ty Ty. You got Jalen. You got three guys that went in the first round right there—all native Phoenicians
1: yes all native phoenicians and then you even even alex Barcelo was on the toronto mm-hmm. summer league team yeah another native phoenician so there there are definitely uh, a lot to be said about the, the phoenix basketball area and the and our 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 talent and our development i think that's the key i think uh at this point when i was growing up we didn't have trainers and right. if you don't have a, a trainer working with your kid specifically to develop the, the skill set needed to play basketball you're falling behind in phoenix period the well, end.
0: and i just think back right and i just think back to it where you know when there was basically one really good player that came out every three or four years i mean mike bibby was that transcendent guy then you know you've got a richard jefferson then a channing fry you're getting more dale and terry's right now and you being on the ground that's got to be exciting
1: Dude, it's absolutely phenomenal. And those guys like Ty Ty and Dalen and Jalen are really lighting a path for these kids. You should see they were so excited when they got their new DT4 uniforms at their great team. They didn't take them off for three days, man. But those kids are coming back into practice and they're like, coach, I'm going to the NBA. I said, well, you know what it's going to take to to do that? You know how many things Dalen had to sacrifice in order to get there uh he he didn't go to homecomings he he skipped dances he didn't do prom like there were so many things that he sacrificed in order to to get here and I think a lot of times people see the end result and don't know about all the sacrifices and hard work that it took to get there but these kids are going to get an opportunity to to hear firsthand from Dalen what that was like and what it took to make it and I think that's really going to be inspirational
0: Al, I can't thank you enough for hopping in here. You and Dalen have done everything the right way around here, and you know what? Proud to call you guys Wildcats, and you know what? You got a Chicago Bulls fan right here, buddy.
1: Right on, Mike. I appreciate it, and I would be remiss if I didn't, you know, give credit to to my wife for being mm-hmm. a part of Dalen's life for so long and helping him get to so many practices, taking care of him, and of course his mom, you know, for what she for who for giving birth to him, taking care of mm-hmm. him, loving him. Um, you know, it took a village to get to this point and I, I, there's no way I could take all the credit.
0: Right. Well, all of you, you all did it the right way. And again, tip of the cap right there. Enjoy the journey, my man. And we'll definitely have you on again, buddy.
1: All right. Looking forward to it, Mike. Take care.
0: Okay. All right. He's Al Terry. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. All right, again, another guy that you watch. You watch Al. You watch how he conducts himself, and that's the way that that's the way that it should be. I think you get people all the time that wonder, you know, and say, "I wish that so and so had stuck around." No, the the duty and goal of kids is to get to the NBA. That's just the way it is. And I'm sorry for people out there that don't get it. That's that's just is what it is right there. The goal is to get to the NBA, and you know what? They went across the process. They were open with everybody. And lo and behold, Galen became a mid first round pick. So, again, uh, tip of the cap to that entire family right there. Okay, we got a couple other things to get to right here before. uh, But again, got to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. All right, we're in the time of the year right now where there's no basketball, there's no football. You know what that means? That means that. It's time to bet on UFC. It's time to bet on baseball. But here's the deal: you put down, you put down a deal, put down a deposit. You can get up to a thousand dollars in free plays, twenty-one and up. Arizona only. If you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They will get you all taken care of. Again, this is the time. Get in that money. Get in because it's uh, this is the time. Keep everything going because you got basketball and football coming up. All right, now we got some house cleaning measures to get to. Or not house cleaning. That sounds terrible. But we've got some good news. Let's talk uh, first Arizona basketball recruiting. So right now you've got, excuse me, Kwame Evans Jr, who we talked about the top 5 wing, our top 5 power forward out of Florida, he will be announcing his commitment in early August. Right now there is nothing to say that he will not be an Arizona Wildcat. Obviously, these things are fluid from time to time, things can change, but right now he is everybody would be pretty surprised if he didn't come to Arizona and I don't know exactly what his impact will be as a freshman, but you take top five guys. It also shows you, too, that Tommy Lloyd is heavily invested here because Tommy Lloyd doesn't recruit people that he doesn't think that Arizona has a very legitimate chance of getting. So, again, we're going to keep you up to date on Kwame Evans, but right now, so far, so good for everybody out there. Now, the other guy, K.J. Lewis. Now, if you don't remember, he's a, he committed somewhat early in the process, um, a ri- Actually, spent some time here in Tucson. Our good friend Justin Spears actually knew. I believe his brother. I don't want to uh, want to mangle that, but he was lived here in Tucson, moved to El Paso. When you watch his highlights, you've wonder to yourself, why in the world is he ranked like the forty eighth best player, and not the twelfth? I think you're going to see that kind of change a little bit here. He's moved on to Duncanville High School. And Duncanville is loaded. It's one of the better programs in all of Texas. It's produced a lot of good players over the years. And he's going to be able to get some real prime time shine there. He's played very well so far this summer. And we're going to keep you all up to date on how that continues to go throughout July. But again, you watch the highlights. I think people are sleeping on him a little bit here. Very springy athlete. About six foot five, Pretty good developing shot. NBA body already. When you look at 23-24, I don't know where he fits into the roster, but you better believe that he is going to fit into that roster somewhere because of how talented he is and how how much he can bring to the table. All right. Now, big, and we're going off script here a little bit, big, big, big tip of the cap right here to my guy Dave Hickey. Dave Hickey is... Dave Hickey's, Dave, Dave Hickey's taken a lot of bullets over the years um, from people that didn't really know what was going on, didn't really think he was doing a good job. Dave was dealt a tough hand, and Dave never said anything. Dave's whole goal was to get Arizona back to where it should be. And you know what? The Tommy Lloyd hire made that happen. Jed Fish has reinvigorated the entire program right here. And you've got people that want to be here. He's cleaned up all the off-the-field stuff. He's also has the top GPA of any Arizona teams in recent memory. Well, basically of all time. So, now, Dave Hickey, not surprising, is getting a little bit of a, uh, a, little bit of a boost right here. So, we're excited, and I'm just going to read the press release. We're excited to announce that Dave Hickey will join the March Madness Men's Basketball Committee starting this season. Our guy Dave is on there. Which it's not like he can make Arizona a number one seed each year, but it shows you a level of prestige. It shows you a level of appreciation for the job that Dave has done with so many people out there. And I think that's, what's exciting. If you're an Arizona fan is that you got an athletic director who is well thought of amongst his peers. He's getting raises. He's getting extensions. That doesn't happen if you're not doing a good job. So again, you know, it's never too late. Hop on the Dave Hickey bandwagon because Dave's going to be here for a long time and he's doing really good stuff. Okay. Now, before we sign off right here, I did want to say tomorrow we have Reggie Geary coming on. Reggie is the best defensive player in school history. He was in Vegas watching... Ben Matherin, watching Christian Coloco, watching Dalen Terry. We're going to get his take on everything that he saw out there. We're also going to get his take on next year's roster. We haven't talked with Reg in a couple months, so it's important to get him on there. And again, one last thing, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. You put in five bucks, you get a hundred, or excuse me, you put in a deposit, you can get up to $1,000 in free plays. That simple, that easy. You got UFC going on right now. Um, my pick of the week is I would bet for the Boston Red Sox. don't know exactly what that means, but Anthony Gimino says to go for it, so I would go for it. But again, 21 and up, Arizona only. If you got a gambling issue, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. But we will be back with you tomorrow, at, back at our normal time, 1230, with the best defensive player in school history, Mr. Reggie Geary, hopping in here. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.